on September 12, 1962, 59 years ago today, a young, dark-haired visionary president, John F. Kennedy, stood at the podium of Rice University and made an unforgettable speech about an unprecedented mission. He told the world, We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. And that's the best JFK I got. He told the world we choose to go to the moon. But going to the moon wasn't like going to Home Depot. We still needed to figure out how to leave and re-enter Earth's atmosphere, and he only gave NASA under eight years to figure all of that out. I think they would have liked to have a little more time and a lot more coffee. But after his speech, he and the Secret Service visited the Kennedy Space Center in Houston just to see how things were going. And while the president toured the facility, he talked with engineers and astronauts. Then, story tells us, he met a janitor along the route. And everyone knew the president was coming. Everyone knew the engineers and astronauts were going to meet him. But there were up to 30,000 employees at the Kennedy Space Center. Not everybody was going to get to meet the president, especially the janitors. But at some point during the tour, JFK went off script and walked up to a janitor mopping a hallway floor. That janitor woke up that morning with no idea that he would stand face to face with the leader of the free world, the most powerful man in the world. And the president startled him and introduced himself. He said, hi, I'm Jack Kennedy. What are you doing? <laughs> if the Secret Service were allowed to laugh, I'm sure they would have. I'm sure they weren't allowed. What do, you, what do you mean, what is he doing? The guy's dressed in janitor garb. He's got 134 keys and a key ring. That's just a rough estimate. There's a mop in his hand, a bucket at his feet. He's mopping the floor. That's what he's doing. Must have been a long week for the president. But the janitor had a different response. One I'd love for you to hear about right after this. Hey, good day to you, Simplify listeners. You're listening to LJ Harry. I'm your host. And you're listening to What Are You Doing? on Simplify. The president asked a janitor, what are you doing? And without even pausing to think about it, the janitor replied, Mr. President, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. Crickets. Crickets. Most people would take exception at his answer. And <laughs> that's a little ambitious, don't you think? Now, the scientists and engineers with the degrees, they're putting a man on the moon. The astronauts, they are the men on the moon. You're just a janitor whose house costs less than one tire on their car. You're not helping to put a man on the moon. You're just mopping the floor. But I want you to think about it. The scientists and engineers need a clean workspace. Without it, they'd be shut down. They could not work. And if they were shut down, they couldn't put a man on the moon. So the janitor was right. He was helping to put a man on the moon. Every once in a while, it's good to remember what we're doing and why. If you're not the pastor behind the pulpit, you might not feel like you're doing a whole lot for heaven's sake. But you are. You're not just driving a van or running a vacuum or mowing the lawn. No matter what job you do at church, no matter what job you do in church, this is the job you do. You're discipling people to heaven. The enemy of our soul would love to convince us that our job doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter whether we do it or not. But every job in the church, every job at church, 
whether we do it during the week when no one is watching or we do it on the weekend, on the platform where everybody is watching. It matters. And every job we do during the week, on the weekend, to help people get to heaven, it matters. I can already hear your sigh. I know that's a one-sided conversation, but I can hear you sigh already. Come on, LJ, that's a little overambitious, don't you think? Maybe. But what would happen if nobody mowed the lawn? Or what would happen if no one vacuumed the sanctuary or stocked the restrooms? Eventually, people would stop coming to the church campus because nobody wants to come to church when the grass is overgrown, the sanctuary is filthy, and the paper towel dispenser is still empty. If people stopped coming to church, then the teachers couldn't teach them and the worship leader couldn't lead them into the presence of the Lord. The pastor couldn't preach them into the altar because there's nobody to preach and there's no altar to fill. And eventually... It'd be a whole lot harder to help people get to heaven. If you're not already doing something in your local church, if you're not a part of a local church, you need to be. And if you are, you need to be doing something to help people get to heaven. It may not be on the platform. It may not be in a microphone. But whatever you do, do it for the glory of God and do it to help disciple people into heaven. And the next time somebody asks you, what do you do at church? I hope you answer more than I pick up the tissues or I clean the sanctuary or I drive a van or I teach a class or I lead in worship. But I hope you remember this episode and I hope you remember the janitor and I hope you tell them I am helping people get to heaven. We are going to pray. If you're not already part of a church family, I'm going to pray God would lead you to a church family who can help you on your way to heaven and you can help others on their way. If you're already a part of a church family, but you're not doing anything in the church except going to church, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for God to lead you to an area where you can be involved and you can not only yourself go to heaven, but help others go to heaven. And if you're already part of a church family and you're already involved, I'm going to pray God would help you to see the value and the import of what you're doing and give you continued passion and strength to continue to do what you're doing to help others get to heaven. Lord, I love you. Thank you for the church of the living God. Thank you for the body of Christ. Thank you for the privilege to be a part of the greatest group of people on the earth. I pray, Lord, you would help all of those who are listening who don't have a church family yet. God, I pray you would lead them to a church family where they can grow in their faith. They can get to heaven. They can help others get to heaven. I pray for those who are already part of a church but not involved. I ask you to lead them to an area or areas where they can be involved and where they can give in such a way that not only they are on their way to heaven, but they can help others in whatever measure to get to heaven. And for those already in church and already involved, I pray you would bless them today to see the value and the import of what they're doing. And for those who are burned out or weary, I pray give them continued strength, renewed strength in what they're doing to help themselves and others as they make their way to heaven. God, by your grace and through your spirit, I pray you would help all of us to do what we can do to help others to know you like we are so richly blessed to know you. I pray all of this and thank you for hearing and answering our prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to Simplify. I love having you as part of our Simplify listening audience, and I am honored that you would allow this to be part of your devotion. If you are in this Mount Vernon or Knox County, Ohio area, and you do not already have a church family where you're not already a a part of a spirit-led, spirit-filled church, but you are looking for one, I invite you to come and join us in worship at Apostolic Church on 229. You can visit our website, vernonchurch.org, and find out more about us and what we believe, who we are, 
and how we are helping others get to heaven. If you're not a part of a church family, but you don't live in this area, even still, feel free to reach out to me, and I will do my best to find somebody near you who will help you, preach to you, disciple you from the scriptures, from the Bible, and help you get to heaven. So thank you so much for tuning in to Simplify. If you would like to purchase a copy of the devotional Simplify, I've got a couple of books out there. One is called Simplify. It was what launched this podcast and these series of devotions. It is available at PentecostalPublishing.com and on Amazon. And my newest book called 10 Words, A Practical Look at the Ten Commandments, walks through each of them with a little bit of bonus there in the middle of the book. That's all also available at PentecostalPublishing.com and on Amazon. And very soon on October the 9th, from 12 to 2 p.m., I will be at Paragraphs Bookstore in Mount Vernon signing copies of my newest book, 10 Words. So if you would like to pick up a copy of 10 Words, join me at Paragraphs Bookstore on South Main Street in Mount Vernon, and I will gladly sign a copy for you of 10 Words on October the 9th. Next week, I want to share with you a devotion called Two Altars. I'm looking forward to sharing that with you and always look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify.